0: Welcome to the Rods Uncensored podcast. I got a special uh, guest, uh, Mister Nath-, N- N- Nath uh Noble. On, N- how you doing, sir?
1: I'm fine, brother. How you doing? That's the first time I'm I the- heard my name pronounced that way, but we'll we'll get it right.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, man.
1: You can call me Nathaniel.
0: Nathaniel, Nathaniel, my fault. <laughs> I'm a you know I'm a country boy, man.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Uh,
0: so, man, tell us about your podcast, man, before my we pod. get into our topic.
1: Okay, my podcast is called the Nathaniel Noble Jr. Podcast, and it's uh, life we're talking about life, indie musicians, and uh, good vibes, you know, because uh, the, the motto is like uh, uh where we talk about life because it happens to everyone, and just basically talking to everyday people if they got talents, gifts, uh, products, or services they provide that's local or whatever, and uh, nobody knows about them. So we just try to get them uh, to tell a story, why they got started, what positive aspect they can leave for further people to listen, uh, get inspired, and, you know, just sell, uh, shout out their website or their pages or uh, social media channels where people can find them and access them. It's Pretty simple, just, you know, positive vibes. Uh, like I said, we talk to independent musicians with clean music and uh, they tell a story. We play a song or two and just uh, invite people to check them out.
0: Was you, did you do music and you know what I mean, early on or something that you? Well, for
1: well, myself, yeah, I, I'm a yeah, new artist. I've, I've been I've been messing around with music since 2000. Just uh, Beats and my uh, brother and a couple of friends do a couple of rhymes, talking about life and stuff that bothers my heart. And uh, yeah, I got she, got a stack of stuff on. If they're looking for my music, it's on uh, YouTube. Where they got me uh, kind of shadow band because I talk some stuff they don't really like since 2010 era so i've been kind of limited to my uh exposure on there so you probably can see it but they won't they, they won't give me the numbers the true numbers but it's uh it's that nate smooth media smooth is spelled s-m-o-o-v-e nate smooth media on youtube
0: why why do you feel like they don't want to hear it
1: well I'm, basically i'm a conservative so I, I look at things through a different set of uh, uh principles so it usually goes opposite of what the mainstream is pushing. So I speak my mind, speak my heart. And if it's not, if it's not the status quo, what they're trying to put to the masses, they kind of like uh, squash your your voice, put a muffle on it.
0: Well, I, I always wondered why everybody, we as black people think we have to be a Democrat or, or you know what I mean? Why, why is we as people got to be put in that box? why do you think a lot of people get put in a box of I got to stay with Democrats cause I'm black?
1: Yeah. Well, that's the way I was raised. My parents told me that. And uh, you know, everybody on my team was a uh, black, you know, as far as the parents and grandparents. And I, you know, the reason they said is because the Democrats, uh, they care for the black people and they, they do look out for the black people and stuff. And, uh, and the Republicans, they hate black people. So that's all I had to go on. Then as I grew up as a young man and I started getting in business and going to multi-level marketing with all these professional speakers and people start teaching me the different between difference between liberal thinking and conservative thinking. And I was like, man, I live conservative, but I think conservative. The conservative views make sense to me. So why am I going Democrat when their views are totally different different than when I live? So that's when I woke up and that was probably back in uh 1989 when I realized that I was a conservative, you know, as far as living my principles, the lifestyle you know i believe in smaller government uh strong military uh, and i believe government need to get the hell out of our lives and do their job and not be trying to run people's lives so you know that that's where i stand so that's my belief and that's what i shoot from the hip from you know, where so i believe in how, how i live
0: how how do you think you know me you're, you're you're a former military guy i, I listened right. to a little bit of your podcast um mm-hmm. how do we stop one how do we stop these mass shootings i don't i don't I see a lot of people on the YouTube fears saying that we needed, you know, I mean, the Democrats primarily saying we need to just take guns completely, and I don't think that's the right thing to do because it's more in the street. So, how yeah. do if if you was the person for the job, how would you change the gun laws or uh, regulate would, it better?
1: If anything, I take some of the laws. Some of the damn uh legislation off of the gun laws and let free people have their weapons, you know, people that's decent. Because the more good guys you got with guns, the less bad bad guys can get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. It's not the gun problem. We don't have a gun problem, we have a, a humanity problem. You know, people just when they back mm-hmm. away from God, then now they're prone to sin and, and mental illness, and we don't take care of mental. They need to put more money in mental illness, mm-hmm. drug rehabs, and 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 uh we need more. Fathers and homes and back to the Bible. If you want to get down to it, laws will not stop this. And then my belief, I think they sponsor these doggone terrorists. And then, you know, they sitting back and letting so-called shooting up everybody. And then 40 minutes, they're going to go in and stop. I, I just don't, I don't believe the hype, you know? So they, they do all these mass casualties if they are. And then uh, they just, it's all going back to political game. Just to try to take the guns from a law abiding citizen. We see see what happened throughout history when they do that. It don't ain't good for the citizenry. Nah. that's my take, one man's opinion.
0: Exactly. Um. So let's get into our topic: is child support used as a weapon against men? Um. What? What? Firsthand, you know what I mean. I'm, you know, I'm gonna speak for myself. Yeah. Growing up in the urban community, you know what I mean. Spending some time and living in Maryland. Um, I had a lot of brothers that I know that, one, you know what I mean, they were not able to pay because some brothers got convictions, you know what I mean, of being, you know what I mean, a knucklehead or doing some dumb stuff, you know what I mean, um, and not able to get good jobs or even jobs, you know what I mean, to pay for their kids. And they used to get sent down the road, you know what I mean, that that money accruing and accruing and accruing, getting, you know what I mean, arrears. Um so you know what I mean, and, and and a lot of them were on assistance, so the money's going straight to the state. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's just a major rocketeering, and also back in the day they was using it to, you know me I mean, to fund the prison system with child support. You know what I mean? And also, you can say our community was dope and stuff like that. What's your right. thoughts about that?
1: So is child support as a weapon? Uh uh, i see it as a weapon i see it well it's it, it neat let me see it's kind of it's a multi multi uh answer type thing based on if somebody's abusing it or using it uh it, it, it also
0: yeah it. let me let me word this a little bit better yeah misusing there's a lot of people that misuse it and it's someone like, that but for the right. people that misuse it and not for what is really needed. needed, you know, it's there's a lot of people that use their child support money as, oh, this is my money. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to go to Miami. It's those people that's enough up for the, you know, the people that really need it.
1: Right. And that's pretty much in every system we got in America. So people, <laughs> yeah. fraud, waste, and abuse and everything, it makes it bad for the people that actually need the system that that's put in place for it. So that's that's unfortunately but that's that's human nature.
0: Uh, but I, I feel like we can the regulate it. doing the human thing. You don't think uh, we can I'm regulate, regulate it with uh, like a um, say say <laughs> with another law. Yes, Cuz
1: I mean it, it, do, it, uh, everything is in the human heart, man. You know, you you're going to do right yeah. or wrong. So how do you regulate yeah. right or wrong in a human heart? That's got to be uh, a could,
0: could we not get receipts? Like everything you know, <laughs> you got to show our rest man, I really, yeah. I, I have a business and this is what I spent and blah, blah, blah. You got to do it like that if you have a business, you know what I mean? So All I right. feel like you can, you could should be able to, if you're paying and you being the man, you taking care of responsibility, this should be able to show you, the government should, should be able to show you, man, this is what she's spending on. Yes, she can't only spend it on clothes for your child, mm-hmm. a little housing stuff, but that's only where that car should be used for i feel like it should be regulated like that that's you know The regular EDP. you <laughs> know what I mean? food stand to regulate food stand why can you not regulate Charleston support
1: yeah but that's one way but now you got to create a whole nother division that's going to take taxpayer dollar to, to follow up and follow all that system yeah. and track people all over the country so just you know another government entity that's going to be controlling our lives so like i say i'm my heart is conservative so i'm always thinking of the people like Get out of our lives, government. You know what happened to personal responsibility and you know your your own honor system. So it's going back to you know the harder man. The laws won't, you know, you won't. You can write all the laws in the book, but you know if you got a bad heart and a bad outlook and evil intent, it doesn't matter. So that's how I'd be looking at this stuff like that from that from that angle. We don't need more laws. We need to get some of these laws out the way, if you ask me and start teaching people morality and uh you know just the truth
0: what about what about the the law about welfare and cash assistance you think five five years is too much or you think that's is equal <laughs> if you're a, able-bodied person
1: was it five years per child you know because remember as long as you have kids you can you can keep it going for the long i don't know if they we, change you know i guess it depends on the state how they do it
0: in maryland right I, I, you know i mean i'm on the east Coast. Yeah. So Maryland in Maryland, you can give it you can have it for five years.
1: Then what you re-imply?
0: No, no, no. You only can have it for five years. And that's it. For a family of three. But do you as a person, do you feel like if somebody able bodied, they should want to work?
1: Yes, I agree. You know, I'm all about uh self reliance and getting up, you know, and doing for yourself and not depending on nobody else to state, you know, especially if you're able bodied and mentally uh capable i
0: am for that 100%. I I just so, feel like, you know what I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's a generational thing, man, cuz I I remember, you know what I mean, seeing the history books as minorities and, you know what I mean, us having something, you know what I mean, business yeah. and right,
1: right. and
0: we had we stand for something, you know what I mean, we had multiple businesses, we had dry co- cleaning companies, we had
1: multiple, wealth, you know what I
0: mean, yeah. we had wealth, you know what you get the whole city in wealth.
1: I see what they did with that? I huh? just come in and burn them down for some
0: reason. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Too good. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying yeah. evil man. The heart of now we back to the heart of man, the evil in man's heart. Because we have the ability, we can we can conquer anything. We put our minds together, but everything keeping us separated and divided. And you know they turn us against each other, and they bring in drugs in the community, which is no excuse. Drugs and alcohol. You know, you just say no, and then that that felt that that fixed that whole problem. If you just say no to drugs and alcohol and crime. You eliminate all the stuff, but that's that's a person'
0: wheels, you know. I, I feel like the, the the thing about the crime. The thing about crime is, I feel like if we went back to the, you know, what I mean, I grew up, you know, what I mean, I went to school in down south, right? Mm-hmm. And we had programs in our school, right, in high school. Yes, say, I, my Rod, I want to be uh, HVAC. I want to learn HVAC. Right. So, the time plan. you got out of school. You're certified in HVAC. So you got some kind of trade. I feel like if we put that back in every school, yes, I can learn how to be a mechanic. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. might help, you know what I mean? The crime, you know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody already had some kind of trade.
1: Remember we had the Boys Club and Boys and Girls Club, YMCA stuff, after school stuff that would keep kids active and busy productively. Where is that at today? I can blame the churches, too. They need to help out, too. They're supposed to be for the community. I don't know. A lot of fingers can be pointed, man, but it's like they take away the stuff that that actually uh, helps us to be better in society and then they promote all the other crap that keeps everybody going insane. Where do you start?
0: It's like it's perfectly done. And and this this goes back to breaking the household up. If I, I really do feel... I'm not a sexist. I had a mother. I had a strong black mother. Yeah. But she could not teach me how to be a man. Nope. She can't teach me skills well, to be a man.
1: But she can she can mention and, and point you in a direction of a man and say, hey, follow that good man and his advice. But all she can she, do is be a mother. And, you know, strong mother. Teach you how to cook, and, clean, and- wash, and take care of yourself. Be nice and be a gentleman. But, uh... Man comes from man. <laughs> you need one man to sharpen another man. Not saying that there's some uh great men that came out of single mothers' uh households.
0: No, 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 not saying that at all. Yeah, but we're not you know knocking, I mean? we're and,
1: not knocking single mothers. We're just saying we need strong men in these households to be an example to these boys and an example for these girls, on you know, how to be a decent man. And, you
0: know what uh, I mean? And that's 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 a good uh thing, brother Nathaniel. Um, about that because, you know, what I mean, I dated, you know, I mean? a lot of women um, and a lot of them was struggling with one daddy issues. Uh, mm-hmm. The mom left the house. The mom didn't want the father, you know, I me mean, be there in the life. She wanted to do her own thing. They broke up. Mm-hmm. Now the kids in shambles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you really think about mental health is a kid. to a lot of things where a lot of people is going through a lot of, you know, what I mean, trauma. And they have nobody to talk about it with. And now they, they're living out the same cycle of, you know what I mean, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm, my mom taught me this. And you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it keeps on repeating itself. So, you know what I mean? We have a lot of hurt people that not really getting the proper healing. Right. And I feel like this the the major key about, you know what I mean, again, welfare, child support, all that. The mom is not putting, a lot of parents are not putting the right, you know, what I mean, morals and and life skills on their kids too, where they don't know how to be independent. You know what I mean?
1: But some of them, if they haven't been taught that, you know, how could they teach it if they haven't been taught that? Unless they go do their own research and learn on their own to the change that uh, generational curse. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people
0: don't, a lot of people don't believe that is real, man. Generational and curse. Real?
1: Trust me, it's real because I broke mine from my father and you know and kind of how my family was set up. It's like no. I'm not going on that path. And you know, even today a bunch of my siblings look at me like I'm a, a strange person cuz I'm not following the, uh the template that the parents left. Nah. I don't agree with a lot of stuff they did, so I'm not going to raise my kids that way. I'm going to train, I'm going to change, I'm going to literally and uh what, what was the word I'm looking for? I'm a uh, purposely change the trajectory of uh how I run my life forward, you know, from where where I came. Yep. And teach those skills into my to my kids and grandkids. For those who are listening,
0: yeah. yeah, that's man, that's that's the, that's really the key, man.
1: Yeah, um, goes back to personal responsibility. You know, nobody wants to take personal responsibility. Everybody wants to point the finger at everybody else. But once you're an adult, man, this your world. It's your time to shine and do some things that that you couldn't do when you was under the roof of your parents or wherever you were guardian or something. But uh when you're an adult, do your thing, make it different, make it better. Stop complaining.
0: there's no, no nobody really want to hear it, man. I know, and, and,
1: we're still in the same rut. we in,
0: and, and, and the thing think about it is, we're we're stuck in the customer, you know, what I mean, the customer mindset so much, man, and mm-hmm. and you know, what I mean, we we are the key, man. They target our community for a reason because we got the money. You notice we have billions of liquor stores on the on in the hood block. We got multiple, you know what I mean, liquor but stores and churches. It's yeah. always around, you know me, urban community.
1: Taking away the money out the pocket, though.
0: taking the money out the pocket,
1: and they go redistribute redistribute it somewhere else <laughs> instead of circulating it in the community, making it better. Oh man. Where do we go from here bro
0: <laughs> i i don't I don't know man i I know for myself personally you know i i you know what I mean just looking um I'm, first of all i this this year's i started my own got myself life insurance I didn't think that was a major thing when I was in my early twenties but I'm realizing man we we break it down every day yeah, and yeah, I gotta have leave my family with something you know what i mean
1: that's the- that's the least you can do for your, your Leaks, kids. least
0: least you know, what and, I mean? it's, least. and
1: it's the least expensive if you look at it. Instead of the, you know, holding car washes and begging people for to put you in the ground, but still you can leave you can leave a nice little treasure behind. That's what I told my wife and kids. I said y'all gonna be happy when I'm gone. They're like, no, nah, we'd rather have you around. We like you got more value alive than you are dead. Because <laughs> once you're dead, it ain't nothing but money. But we, we still don't have you. So yeah. Yeah, we got to get insurance, especially in our, our uh, culture. We need life insurance. Base, I mean, we need at least enough to put a proper barrier on somebody. And those are the policies are not cheap. And the che- the younger you are, the cheaper you get. You know, you get those uh, term life or maybe uh, twenty, thirty years fixed. and mm-hmm. then uh, you know, go from there.
0: It's it's definitely definitely needed, man. I it's, you see a lot of you see a lot of brothers out here wait to the last minute man and,
1: and then he got sick they all canceled it, up and
0: sick and <laughs> the mom selling dinner plates you know what i mean yeah, just that's, the, not, that's not good for the funeral and you know what i mean It's it'd it be sad man to see that stuff you know what i mean you gotta sell you gotta go do a go find me and
1: yeah that's uh it's kind of like uh i have I have a song i wrote it's called my black people you can check it out and stuff it uh it's just talking about us pulling together taking care of one another, doing right by each other, circulating the money amongst each other. It's probably, it pretty I, much it'll be the black anthem for Juneteenth, if you ask me,
0: what, well, every day, what, you know. What, what, do you, what, what do you feel about these these black history months, man? Hey, creating uh, black history well, days, man. How do, you, I, how I do you really feel about it?
1: I don't feel nothing for it because every day is black history for us. Mm-hmm. Every day we do something great, you know, it's black history. So I don't want to be relegated to a month to remember you know the the uh the strides our people made in this world one month a the year, the shortest month of the year, so I mean every day is black history to me
0: i, I really don't want it to be honest with you, you ain't right, there's no such like Morgan Freeman said there's no such thing as white history that yeah. mom. but it's white history month.
1: <laughs> that's right, yeah, stop talking about it. stop talking about that's what he said,
0: <laughs> yeah stop talking about it you know what I mean ain't no such thing. But yeah, I, I feel man. like we we forget about the the great we did, man, and we don't all got to be you know what I mean on the the media side or uh 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 play basketball we, we're right. we're natural inventors the man the first black man made the the, the traffic light, we made computers, we made yeah, the first video made, game and he, man we, you know. we're, we're, we're we're a smart people, but I feel like we don't try to use that, man you know yeah. what I mean you won't try to use our smarts or be creative or we we do try to be creative when we get locked up and we're trying to, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Use it to not get locked up <laughs> and prevent others from getting locked up. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of untapped potential, but it just redirect, uh, it just misdirected and, you know, wrong, uh, avenues for the same energy you take to do all the crazy stuff. You can take that same energy and do something great and positive. Just a matter of which, uh, which road you know, what lane you wanna travel? The righteous do, lane do, or why, the unrighteous lane.
0: Do you do you believe there's any benefits of being married? At Ma- stage? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've been married like all my life. It's my second marriage. I'm on. Uh I think the first one was about seven or eight years, and this one here is about twenty four years. So I've been married all my adult life. I don't have a problem with marriage. If you got the right woman mm-hmm. or the right partner. Yeah, so marriage, I think it's good. It keeps you, it it kind of keeps some boundaries in you, where you don't be out there like a, a loose cannon and getting into all kind of mm-hmm. unsavory stuff. And it just, you know, I don't know, it just it's nice to come home to somebody that actually loves you and want to be there with you and go through life with you. So I don't know. I talk to a lot of my single people and it's like, man, it's rough out here. You don't want to be single. It's rough out here. We make it look sexy on Instagram, on the on the, on the gram and all that stuff, but it's hard mm-hmm. going home and like with nobody there. To, you know the to be there with you and just walk through this journey with you. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with marriage.
0: This is about to be my second time, too. You know what I mean? I'm about to get married uh, next year. Oh, cool. But I, but the first, you know what I mean? My first marriage just didn't work out because I was not really at Whatever. the place. You know what I mean? I still had that wild in me.
1: Yeah. You know what was, I mean? Some people still go through that. You know, they get that wild out of them and they still be married forever. You know, it just so. I mean, <laughs> we all, we're all immature. Like my, I think my. uh I don't know if somebody will say, well, well, you know, me and my first wife, we got married too young. You know, I was young, but I knew what I was doing, and I knew who I wanted, and I knew I was going to do that, you know, to the rest of my life. But even though I had to, you know, we still had to grow and grow together, you grow together, you know. You're going to be wild, but then we have some serious heart-to-heart talks and stuff, and then eventually as you mature, you, you kind of, uh, you know, especially when kids come around, then you got like, oh, can't be doing this childish stuff. I got, I, know, I got a whole family now. Some people, you know, grow in that area, but some people just they stuck on stupid and then you're going, you going to crash and burn.
0: Yeah. So, and I feel like it's, it's, you know what I mean? When you're not really taught, you got to learn, you know, on the job, you know what I mean? Right. right. It's, when you don't see it firsthand, my dad was married, but mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I, I seen the other, you know, what I mean? the other side of people and relationships, but I took that, you know what I mean? I tried to take a little blend of everything, which was yeah. not really successful for me you know what I mean and and people don't really see the signs that it's going bad oh she's still going to be here and right, you know right. what I mean and and when you know see you see, them see that signs, paperwork
1: <laughs> when you see them signs you better pay attention to them because there's always warning before destruction trust me
0: and men don't win no divorce <laughs> I tell you that men don't win in divorce oh, no. No. That's
1: no. <laughs> but I, I, I came out pretty good in my first one because I guess my, my, my uh uh first my uh wife she didn't she didn't think I was going to go through to it so she didn't really follow up on none of the uh the paperwork so I just had got everything I wanted which wasn't you know it wasn't a lot it just was I went with uh joint you know joint everything for the kids and uh so we don't have to be going back and forth to court so it worked out fine but I had to get out of that situation That somebody wasn't going to be here today talking Man, man. That's a whole
0: it's, nother it's, that's a whole nother uh podcast. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely is it's it definitely is a uh a, a thing of man learning, living and learn, definitely in that situation. I got a young boy I talk to every day, he, he's talking about doing it at 19. I told him doing I what? said, Man, get married? get married. Yeah, get married. I said, Man, it's it's definitely a different game, man.
1: Yeah, it's gotta, definitely
0: and, and you gotta grown be, people game. <laughs> you gotta be mentally strong and And I told him, mm-hmm. you got to live, you know what I mean y'all both live in that separate place, y'all definitely gotta live with each other to oh, see if it's really yeah. gonna that's a big that's the key you live that's the somebody. key It's that's, that's <laughs> the big key, but of know, knowing that person
1: what I used to do right you know as a young man, I used to always talk to people that that had like long lasting marriages. I'd ask them questions how y'all how y'all last so long or what's you know what does it take to you know get through it so i I'd, I'd take all that advice and then Try to use it and stuff, but if the other person's not gonna work with you and work it through, it, it, it ain't, it's not gonna end well. You're gonna uh, you're I, gonna end up with those uh, unreconcilable differences.
0: I told him, I said, man, you gotta make sure. Nowadays, I, I really don't, I really don't feel like it's it's like the honeymooners where oh, yeah. a, a man can do everything. I feel like you gotta have somebody equally yoked and financially yeah. there with you. It's, it's hard. It's a team effort. You can't be, you know what I mean, LeBron in 07. You can't do that mm-hmm. no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh that's the we, key, I feel like.
1: We rise and fall together. Ain't no ain't no uh me, me, me. It's we 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 Yep. It's like running a business, man. You're gonna you're gonna rise and fall together. So whatever you whatever you do in that relationship, it's gotta be the plus for the unit. It's got to be where that unit wins. You know, the unit of the couple and the family wins. Anything you do in opposite is going to take it apart. So it's it's all in the mindset and, you know, just be willing to go for the marathon. It ain't no sprint. It's a marathon. <laughs> you know, exactly. life through good and bad, ups and downs, rich or poor, sickness and health, you know, all that. That means that's like to the end. That's a big commitment. It ain't no job for you. If if they're not ready for that, don't even don't even go in that game. It's for the big league.
0: It definitely is. That, I, I you know I me. Mean? I told him, man, this because it was your this girl was your first little, you know what I mean, serious thing, and y'all, y'all was y'all each other first and all that stuff. I said, man, that don't that don't mean nothing, man.
1: Don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. Some
0: cases.
1: Some cases. You know, people went from, you know, high school, sweetheart, and they married till they died, you know, 80, 90 years old. But it wasn't, and trust me, it wasn't a piece of cake for them. They worked
0: it out. They probably and separated. That's, the, that's, that's definitely the, the biggest difference. You know what I mean? The biggest difference. They work it out. The social media and, and, and you know what I mean, all this stuff, man.
1: Yeah, it's a different playing field now. You it's a different.
0: It's, it's too many distractions.
1: It's too easy to walk away.
0: It's too easy, yeah. It's mm-hmm. too easy to walk away, um, mm-hmm. and people don't put that work in, man. People really don't have conversation, well, honest conversations, and, and get through it, man. It can be in, the simplest things,
1: yeah. In today's time, but I guess back in the days, when like the man was the breadwinner, the the, the wife was the homemaker, so she didn't really had no income, or nowhere to go. So she had to kind of stick it out through a bunch of crap too. So. And it's it, was, not it was it was none
0: it's, it's none of those bills, none of these welfare bills, and you know what I mean. Back mm-hmm. back back in the day, man. So you had to either do it all on your own or so you or figure it out. out. You know what I mean. Ride it out, stick it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting now, but I I wouldn't know what to do as a single man, man. I've been married so long, you know. My first I, I got first I first got married uh in nineteen eighty eight divorced in 96 and got remarried in uh 98 been married ever since so it's like all my adult life i've been married so i wouldn't even know how to do the single game i'd be lost i'd probably stay home (laughs) i don't know what's going on out there bro that'd be like a (laughs) landmine (laughs) you don't know what to do i don't even know how to mac i don't even know how to like get my mac on been out the game so long
0: Man, before we get out of here, man, yeah. are you originally? Are you originally from California or or?
1: No, I'm born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana.
0: New Orleans, yeah. Oh I came, man.
1: I came out to California when I uh, was in the Air Force. I so just stayed out here when I got out. But I've been out here man, in California since 1988.
0: How, how was that? How was that growing up out there, man? I heard it's different out there, man. I was out in Gallport, Mississippi. My stepmom mm-hmm. had family out there, man. It was so hot. And, and them the red hot, ants. And I don't know how y'all live out there, man. <laughs> and the mosquitoes. The the red ants, mosquitoes. It was and so humid. <laughs> yeah, I had that crawfish, but I, I fell in love with that crawfish and that corn and that potatoes. That that was good eating right there.
1: Yeah, that's why all, most of my people back there like well overweight and uh, out of shape and <laughs> a bunch of ailments because that's all they do is eat, man. They eat good around every event. Eat, eat, mm-hmm. eat. So, everybody just swole, you know.
0: So, so, what What made you join the get in the Air Force? It was just that's the only opportunity you had out there, or you just yeah. didn't want to go to school out there, or
1: no? And let me I tell you about my dad. Well, uh-huh. I mentioned about his lifestyle, you know, he was into drugs, yeah. and street women, and oh, all yeah. that stuff, kids, and all that stuff. So, it's like I went to high school over there, and I said, I got to do something. I can't, I don't want to, trying to break the curse, you know. I don't, I love my dad, good man. But the lifestyle, I wasn't trying to duplicate that. I wanted to be married, find a woman with no kids and then start my life, you know, like trying to do it, start, trying to start it off the right way. So I uh, I went and signed up for the Air Force and they accepted me and I went in right after high school. Like, well, let me see. I graduated, uh, what Was that? The summer of uh, 85 and I went in, signed up in November on a delayed entry program. And went. I took off uh, March of 86, I took off the year the Space Shuttle blew up. Wow. Yeah. And went in the Air Force. I was in there four years and got out and stayed out in California. But yeah, I, just, I was just trying to break the cycle, man. I was just, I'm, I, I, I was always like a, I mean, I, I, I deal with everybody, but I am always like a loner on my, my decisions and my thoughts. It always, like, people look at me like, man, you stupid. You doing this and all that. Everybody doing this. I'm like, yeah, but that's y'all.
0: I'm gonna do with me. Oh, I have, me I have another question. I've got yeah. another question before we get out of here, man. I don't want to hold you too long. What's up? What What do you, your beliefs on a a man getting with a woman with a kid and and you know what I mean? Because I I've been seeing a lot of things. They calling it uh being a simp. You know what I mean. Getting with a woman with a kid. they'd be a stepfather to people. I
1: guess to the to I young am. boy. I guess
0: that's what I am on this. <laughs> You know what but, I mean? But, I'm, just, but look, I'm just I'm just the question about the thing about, about a, it. A woman.
1: The thing about it, I had two kids coming into this relationship. I mm-hmm. had two young kids, a 2-year-old and a 4-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I came my my wife is 12 years senior than me, so she's, you know, she's yeah. my cougar. So her kids were already grown. <laughs> so I'm coming on the scene with two babies. Her kid, her youngest kid was 17, 18 about to graduate high school. Uh-huh. And she had three grandkids. So we blended this together and we've been working on this thing since 96 and it worked out oh. fine, but I don't have a problem. I The only problem I had with uh, getting with a woman that had kids is when I didn't uh-huh. have kids. Because it's like, I wanted to start a family with mm-hmm. a woman with no kids. I wanted to make my own family. But now after you have to You want your kids, own legacy.
0: You want your own legacy. Yeah, yeah. Now
1: after you have kids, I mean, kids is kids. It don't matter. Yeah. They need they need guidance. They need love. They need, uh, you know, maturity. They need, you know, they need good people in their life. So when you have kids, like kids, you know. They need to be guided by good people. So it don't matter. But they do need to respect you in that relationship. They can't come in and tell me, you ain't my daddy. <laughs> 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 what well, I ain't your daddy. Well, I ain't going to be your damn stepdad either. <laughs> if You don't get your attitude right, because we're going to make this thing work. You got to listen, son or daughter, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to start off originally with a, a woman with no kids to start my family. But now... If you got a kid, hey, well, I'm married. I ain't going nowhere here.
0: Oh, man. So know. how can how can people reach you and uh give them all your, your information? How to get to reach you and how to get to your podcast and all that, man.
1: Right on. The, the quick way to get to the podcast is Mr. Noble com. That's mm-hmm. M-R-N-O-B-L-E. P-O-D-C-A-S-T mr Noble podcast.com or you can find that podcast anywhere in the world where podcasts are you know listen to you know apple google and all that stuff and then if you want to check out the music of my uh stuff that been getting me banned on youtube is nate smooth media spell the smooth with the s-m-o-o-v-e nate smooth media on youtube or just google nate smooth i'm all over but i got some I if y'all get a chance it. hey one more thing if y'all get a chance black right, people, check out that song my black people by nate smooth my black yeah that's awesome I get off. right on so we got to have you on my show i appreciate show, right?
0: you oh yeah you can have me on your show man but man i have no problem with it um yeah i'm next week Tell next week i'm going on vacation i'm Next week, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to uh, Dominican Republic. I feel like, you know what I mean, while you're young, you should experience the world and check other things out. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. You only live once. Live it until you die.
0: Yeah, you only live once. But I appreciate you coming on, Mr. Noble. And and let me know when you want me to come on. I come on.
1: All right, brother. We'll talk after the show. And uh, thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. And uh, it was a good conversation that was needed.
0: All right. Well, I thank you, man, and I'm I'm Rod, your host, and I'm out. Thank you for coming on, Mr. Noble. Bye.
1: Peace.